welcome to the Six Degrees of Esports podcast. I'm Rob. And I'm Casey. And we're here today to talk about everything connected to the world of esports. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing uh, esports incentives in politics, tournaments with NFT pricing, and NFTs and branded collectibles as content. So thanks for joining us. Uh, let's, let's jump right in. Hey, Casey, what's going on? Well, we're live on Twitch now as well, uh, so just throwing that out there. Um, but yeah, press the wrong button on our record, but we're still in here. We're still live. We're still getting it. But yeah, uh, the, what? That wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't. There's nothing said about that in the press release in the uh, pre-production meeting that we're going to be doing this live today. But thank you for that. Yeah, heads up. Uh, but anyway, uh, balls left and right on this show. Yeah, keep keep you on your toes, everybody. Uh, but yeah, so gaming college uh college esports uh definitely something big on the rise um we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast but uh college esports it's something that is definitely uh growing in popularity over the past few years really it's been something that it, it seems like it's like an ever growing snowball uh and it ultimately is going to be into the biggest snowman that we'll we'll see for the for the next few uh decades i feel like uh but this bill that north carolina is passing or i guess potentially passing uh it's gonna be a, a big indicator for what other states might be doing as well when it comes to college esports uh, yeah your, your your thoughts uh or i guess let yeah so this bill that's gonna be putting thanks them- that we'll be playing through uh, North Carolina's house. Uh, it's called the Esports Incentive Program. And what it would essentially do is offer a 25% uh, refundable tax credit for video game events that are both live and taped uh, for broadcast that cost at least $250,000. So these aren't low-level uh, amateur competitions. These are intended to bring in larger um developers larger event companies think of your dream hacks your intel extreme masters your um and here's an example actually an example is the six invitational was done in raleigh north carolina in 2019 and that was for one of the six majors so uh rainbow six has uh three four seasons every year uh and one the ending being the six invitational, which they do usually in Montreal, and they've done them in Paris as well. Well, they did one of their six majors in Raleigh, so this would be one of those competitions that probably would be on that that level of like a major production. Um, so that was at the end of one of their seasons. That was two years two years ago now. So um, that would qualify for this, something like this. Um, and additionally, in this bill, they'd be putting um, $5 million towards North Carolina State University's planning and construction of an esports training and education center, alongside $2.5 million for a mobile training and educational unit that would travel around the state. NC State, Wolfpack, woo hoo! Ah, anyway. Um, but so- yeah, to kind of dive into that real quick. Um, Mm-hmm. Was there more before uh, we jump in? No, no. Go okay, ahead. Okay. Uh, the 250, like, I feel like that 
it, it, that's really not that high, uh, especially for a major esports company. Uh, for like a casual like uh, band of people that are trying to get together that are trying to hold like a esports tournament, like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, like that's a lot of freaking money. But for like a major organization, that's probably just renting the venue alone, not even like staff and whatnot. Uh, so like to be able to have a twenty five percent tax credit that's gonna be great so like i mean living on the east coast being close to north carolina like that would be pretty cool uh to be able to go to that uh as a fan of whatever it might be whether maybe we get some league of legends out here or uh overwatch maybe they'll have uh more uh teams or competitions in, in north carolina because you, you have Charlotte, huge city. Raleigh's not the biggest city in North Carolina, but I don't even think that's the biggest part of the bill. Like, the $5 million going to, to NC State, like, to me, since that's, like, ideally going towards uh, esports training and educational center, like, it, it shows me that the state is taking esports seriously. And right. it's like really setting up success for uh like kids down the road because like now you're gonna be able to go to college to be an athlete or esports athlete and you're able to get an education at the same time uh so i think that's that's actually really important well yeah it's i mean it's big for nc state right because how did none no other school make it into this plan maybe uh so the representative is uh, Jason Sane? He's the the guy playing this through the the house there. I don't know if he went there. Um, probably should have done that research earlier. But uh, you know, that's good for that for get great for that college. They're going to be getting. I mean, if this passes, they're going to get a great program, and they're going to be kind of that go to uh, school for for esports. Uh, when someone's interested in that state, even coming from our state, but I mean, mainly from people in state. Uh, when they're choosing a college, they'll be thinking of the place that has a $5 million, you know, training and education center for sure. I mean, shoot, I, I am just imagining like the, the building that is going to go up or like maybe you don't even need to have like their own specific building, but like the, the computers that are going to be built from that, like ideally they're going to be like top notch, if you could find a graphics card, you know what I mean? If you know, you know. Uh, th it's going to be, like, top-notch, at least for two years, because since it's a state school, they'll probably only update it every, like, 20 years anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, ho hopefully they have someone planning the project that can put, you know, some money aside to upgrade the computers and not yeah. put all their $5 million into one place. But Hopefully. In another fashion, I'm sure they'll go $2 million over budget and ask for some assistance or cut Always. back on the mobile side of things and uh, put more towards the other stuff. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, but in all – go ahead. Oh, so so I was going to say that's what it takes, though. Uh, so so this representative, Jason Sane, uh, the reason he got so interested was his kid is a teenager, and he went up to um, – they went to the Fortnite World Cup to watch the Fortnite, you know, World Cup up there in, in Queens in 2019. And he was just kind of like taken aback that, oh, my God, this many people are watching this kind of like anyone else that 
either watched it or they got dragged to it uh whatever it was and when they didn't understand it you know once you once you see it you kind of realize um and that's what it takes is just more people in powers of position that get acclimated to this type of thing get exposed to esports understand wow this is this is going to take over this is not just a flash in the pan type of thing this is actually yeah. something that is impactful and in in so many different ways and now that they're realizing oh it can be economically impacting for my state i could be bringing in oh there's how many of these competitions that are just you know not even put on by the developers they're actually touring tournaments oh sure yeah well, we'd love that that kind of money to come to our state that's a no-brainer like tourism economic it's income. great I yeah mean, people it's not it's not just like people coming in and going to these events and you getting money from the event it's people getting hotel rooms uh going out to eat uh going to gas stations or whatever like there's so many logistics that add up into it it's really a no-brainer but some something uh different that i i want to kind of bring up is this guy is doing this for his kid like what a dad you know what i mean what a dad here like dad, if this passes dad dad the year, it's honestly though NC state i know that i mean this, be, this thing might be end up be calling the uh this the same complex you know like yeah at, yeah at that point you put it, that money there this guy's getting his name on something at nc state yeah like the the representative what it's it's not he's not a senator right that, that's how that works he's in the the house like i don't i don't know he's part of the house so yeah. he's a representative Right? So he's, uh, yeah, he's a representative, right. um, a Republican from Lincoln. I cool. Interesting. Uh, so, but sure. sure. Uh, but yeah, he probably doesn't know really much about esports, and he really is probably really politically focused. I don't know. Like, he's probably super busy. So it's like for him to be able to like show his kid, like, hey, I'm paying attention. I care uh, about what you care about because you're my son uh and basically make a bill for his son i think it's kind of cool honestly uh but I mean, he's doing the right thing either yeah, way at the end of cool. the day he's doing the right thing maybe not only for his son but like he's doing it for, for his state and his for people his state he's doing the right he's doing a smart thing he's making a move right um he's he's tapped into the times if you will uh he's also playing call of duty on the week on the nights yeah and then on the nights he's playing with his son he's playing with uh charlotte city councilman Tariq Bakari. Yeah, nice but, job. Butchered that name. No, Maybe. I think that was right. I believe that was right. Let me let me know, Tyree. Let me know. Um, so, yeah, the good news for, for North Carolina. North Carolina. Way to go, North Carolina. You're really doing it. And other news, though, uh, other thing that I wanted to, or I guess you wanted to bring up as well, uh, Epic no. Prime Partners. Uh, it partners with uh, GameLoft for brands to launch exclusive in-game NFT tournament. Uh, you said you were playing this game. Um, yeah. More... Yeah. Let me, go. let me tell you a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so they have collectively over all of their titles. They're, I guess, in their ninth title. It's called Asphalt Legends. Uh, Asphalt 9 Legends. Um, I, I'm guessing the ninth installment in all their games. This game is super clean. Um, it's just a quick racing game. It's very arcadey. Um, I mean, the races are quick. They're like a minute, minute and a half. 
lots of power boosts. There's jumps and nice. You can flip around. Like, I mean, it's it's arcadey, but like, I mean, the car the cars look like they're in Gran Turismo. Like they're clean, known cars. They're you know Mustangs and Bugattis, and I'm trying to think of the other names of cars, which I'm learning a lot about cars now, which is kind of funny. Nice. Um, I'm not really a car guy. I don't really I'm not a big car person, but I am running a lot of the 370Z in the game just because I love, I do love that car actually. That's one of the very few cars I love. So I've been zoom, running, zoom. boosting that thing up, my little, you know, my little, you know, rocket car. So uh, I've been boosting that thing up. But um, yeah, there's a lot of things you can unlock. And, and they, so this is actually Epic Prime, which is a token is, that is coming out sometime this year, I want to say. Um, there's going to be a Founders release, I guess, um, coming up in mid-July. But they did their first actual promotion and collaboration with Gameloft. And Gameloft being on this Asphalt Legends, um, they did a tournament on July 5th. And you could race in it. And I think it was like the top players got access to like an NFT or they won an NFT. Uh, they also had a section of their website where you could buy nft you know graphics yeah uh from from the game or you know it was more like artistic installations of the game it wasn't like actual screenshots or something you bought um they're just like art artist renderings um which was pretty cool so i guess that was their first sort of like dipping their toe into you know here's an nft on our marketplace here's what kind of stuff we're gonna have to offer and then here's also like these things are not only rare like you have to win them to acquire them or race in the race and i think you might have got something if you just raced in the race um but obviously the more rare you know the harder to get and ultimately potentially the more valuable so over a billion downloads across all the titles a lot of people play it i mean i know a lot not a lot of people haven't played it but i mean i'm kind of addicted as a side game just to kind of mess around it's uh it's it's fun so do you think there's like some aspects of that game that's pay to win like do you think like oh, like yeah. or oh okay so, i don't i don't know sure. how i feel about um, that then well the game's not that difficult like okay it, it can be a grinding game that you can you don't have to pay to win um but you pay to get like I what, think you technically could. Or something? Um, so when they have like a tournament, I think they have a multi they have a multiplayer section where you can just use the car you want sure. and race. But they also have these um, events where you use they give you a car to use. So it's not even like you could build up the car. It's already like maxed out or it's already a you know whatever. BMW something series m series sure um and you just use that as your baseline car and people race against everyone's racing against each other kind of in the same car so you're kind of on the same playing field um so there are aspects of the game where you can put in money and boost your car up quicker okay um but yeah at the end of the day i mean it's it's its own it's its own thing i i the reason i ask is like if people are, are paying to win then you're almost paying to get that advantage to to get that nft at the end of the race so it's like you're almost having to like upgrade your car to ha even have a chance of getting that nft 
so that one was actually just a, so so let's take a step back that one was actually a a car they gave you that one wasn't a car you used oh, okay. uh, so they gave you the car and that one was actually just a time trial so oh. you had to get the fastest time on the track to win it so Got everyone it. had the same car it was a standard run there's no way to pay to win that particular race got it so i mean good on them for doing it that way for that one um pretty cool though kind of a cool concept uh you know probably one of those proof of proof of concept type of things where we're gonna you know try it out it's gonna be a couple days see who has the fastest time look at the you get the nft so yeah pretty cool nice cool experience yeah i mean i i think so like since there's another uh game that's like that i don't know if it's the same uh title but i, I watched this this certain racetrack uh where these these guys are trying to do like a, a triple jump boost uh and like cut like something off the world record and it's just like these time trial races like people people get crazy about them because like, it, it draws a different kind of crowd uh into it so even though like maybe the the nft gets issued out by the end of the month or whatever it is uh mm-hmm. but people are still going to try to like break the world record over and over and over again uh even after yeah that, for I, years. I hope they would keep it out um yeah. i i think they're probably going to take it off i don't think it's going to be able to be raced after they take it off like yeah. it's on for a week i don't know if you're gonna be able to race that race again or or even get a time on it that's yeah. what i'm saying it's like i think they're actually going to take it away um so that'd be but it'd be great if they would if they would keep a version of it out there i would i i don't feel like they would take it away because like if you think about it like you have your developers putting all this time into that track designing it building it yada 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 mm-hmm. maybe they they take it away for a period of time and then when they want to do another nft giveaway they bring it back like a, uh, six months later, something like that. Could. Yeah, could they be. reuse? So they reuse a lot of their um, uh, assets, tracks, like themes. Like um, there's one where you're racing through Tokyo, and I know it's laid out different, but they use a lot of the same stuff. I guess okay. a lot. So you can tell it's all been used a lot, um, and you're going by it so fast. You're not like, oh, I saw that building before, but oh. you know, it's laid out a different way. That old lady sitting on the bench. I've seen her three times now. Yeah, they're three times already. Uh, yeah, no people to hit. Um, Get out of here, Grandma. Yeah. The, even the drivers aren't distinguishable. They are just, you know. Not, yeah, you can't even see them, probably. There's people with helmets on. Nice. <laughs> I don't even know if they have heads. They probably don't. It's just floating helmets. Yeah. You're just a helmet man. <laughs> Dog helmet. <laughs> What the frick? Uh, all right, so uh, another thing coming up here, which I think is uh, definitely interesting. Uh, another off-topic conversation that, uh, or sorry, pre-podcast conversation that we started to get into, but I wanted to pause before we, we dove too deep. Uh, Diamond Con, a... Uh, Call of Duty player and uh, part of the Subliners esports team is making his own NFTs uh, into existence, basically. Um, 
he already has a, a pretty good following on Twitch, Twitter, uh, and he's known to make some uh, pretty good plays, uh, 200 IQ plays, as people call him. You know, that's uh, pretty low. It's not Yeah, I mean, I, I know disguised I mean, toast. Like thousand IQs. Yeah, disguised toast. He has those uh, twenty thousand IQ plays in Among Us. Man's man's nuts. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, he's coming out with his own NFTs. Uh, right. The thing that you brought up, though, that we we're talking about off uh, off stream, is that a lot of these clips that he's pulling, and I, I didn't notice that at first, are pulled from gameplay. Uh, what I want to get into first, though, is what do you think about NFTs and esports players? I think it's a great idea. I think yeah. everyone should do it. Um, and it should be li limited to esports players. Um, eventually, content creators will be on as well. Um, it's just got to be one of those moments, though. It's got to be one of those iconic... It doesn't even have to be iconic moments, but it's got to be one of those things that, you know, maybe puts you on the map a little bit. Sure. Might be something that kind of boosted your numbers or, you know, brought you a little bit bigger of a following. Yeah. Something people will know you for. Uh, that you like as well, particularly. So like, um, but, uh, like a cipher PK with the trap tower back in the day with Fortnite. Like, I'm not gonna say sure. that put him on the map, but like, it definitely you saw him like skyrocket after that. And it's just like an iconic okay. thing for him personally, at least too. Yeah, if it's a if it's a plateau kind of moment where you kind of put yourself up there and people notice you. Yeah, that's like one of your kind of well known for things. Well, that you're known for that, so you could obviously monetize it um and yeah. sell that moment i think it's i think it's great i think it's genius um it's genius now but i think it at some point in the near future it'll be the the just another tool for in everyone's you know content creator bucket you know they'll toolbox they'll be able to pull that out and just every time they have a great play or a series of plays they can do a you know, a one of one, they could do a five of five. Like, I mean, depending yeah. on how good it is. I mean, let's do a release. I got, you know, a ton of fans and not everyone's gonna be able to get one. So I'll do a, you know, a hundred editions of this, or I'll do five, you know, probably more like I'll do a five edition of this. Um, I'll do a one edition of this. Um, yeah. I think it's a great, I think it's a good idea. I think it, I think leagues are going to do it before play, you know, probably before players. Um, I think organizations, like we talked about before, are already doing it. Um, but really, I guess it comes down to who has, and this is the, something I want to have your thoughts on too, who owns the rights to these things? Because yeah. as we just discussed, if he's going to use a clip from the Call of Duty League, does he actually own that? Um, because it's on CDL's broadcast. So does CDL own it? Does his team own it because he's part of a franchise team that already pays him? Uh, salary so yeah they usually own the rights to their brand deals and everything else so where he's getting this content from if it's from the league it could be murky waters for him if i'm sure if since he's announced that he's already talked to his team about it so there's got to be some sort of agreement already they probably already spoke to the league if there was any league legal implications um but i'm definitely interested to see i'll, I'll definitely be tracking this story because i want to I want to know what the outcome is for Call of Duty League, I guess, this 
for as, as a first step and then we'll go from there yeah uh so that's a, that's a lot to unpack right there uh, oh yeah but first thing to get into uh i'll, I'll start at the top uh, which i just i i know this from watching other uh major content creators and they've like openly talked about it or they've tweeted about it and i've kind of done my own like side research uh the whoever if you record it say he made his own stream of it himself uh he technically owns like his own rights to his own stream even though it might be him playing uh in a call of duty tournament if he's streaming it himself and he's taking his own clip like He's owning that right. But if he's taking the clip now, he didn't record it himself, and he's taking the clip from uh, the Call of Duty League, I, I would anticipate that they would have their legal side altogether, and you would have to have permission to uh, use their, their property, basically, at that point. Um, but moving on from that, though, that second question that you had about uh it's basically a question about image rights um one thing i wanted to bring up which i i didn't bring up before uh we were talking about this earlier there's a, a player and who plays for the soccer team juventus in italy who he does not own his own image rights uh, most mm-hmm. athletes they are they own their own image rights they're able to wear their own whatever clothing they want, uh, take whatever pictures they want. Like Cristiano Ronaldo, he'll post a picture on Instagram. He gets paid, whatever, whatever. Uh, this guy, he can only post a picture of on Instagram after he has permission from the people that own his image rights. Uh, so like, they they own his face basically. Mm-hmm. It, it, right. Like they own his name, his face. It's crazy. Uh, he, he, he has like the signature uh, like thing that he puts over his mouth when he scores a goal. Kind of weird. I don't know why he does it. Uh, but I would not anticipate that the team that he works for or that he plays for, the Subliners esports team, uh, I wouldn't anticipate Diamond Con's image rights are owned by, by them. If it is, he signed a bad deal. He signed a bad contract because there's been plenty of times that, that that soccer player has been trying to leave that team and go to another one, but the deal falls completely apart because of the haggling over the image rights that he has to go through, and it is a headache for the up, like his new team. So he ends up just staying with Juventus and uh, plays it out there. Really, Still a really good player. Uh, but, yeah, if... if Diamond Con's image rights are owned by somebody else. Get fucked, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that 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 first part of that, um, with him streaming his own, and and this is where things get kind of murky in the esports world versus like the you know baseball. Like, no one's no one's broadcasting their, you know, the right fielder, the right fielder for any team isn't like doesn't have a stream up of them just right. The right field like yeah talking to like their own like hey guys like we're live I'm, I'm, or, right now know, there I'm with the gopro i'm coming out of the bullpen uh you know in about a minute see you guys in a second on the yeah. mound uh this is my pov type of thing whereas in gaming like 
you they can could do all that. be playing in this league. They could all be streaming their own parts of their content. But I would think, even if he's streaming on his own stream and his own point of view, I don't. I don't know. Do they stream? Their point of views, I don't know if they stream their point of views during a Call of Duty match. It, um, I, I've seen it I just as of recently do. since the whole COVID thing going on. Right. Uh, where a lot of teams, they're streaming from the team house itself. Yeah. So, like, the... Uh, but they'll stream their own, on their own stream. Yeah, like they'll stream personal on, streams. Yeah. And they'll also be streamed on the uh, like the big broadcast as well. So I don't know. Maybe they have like two cameras up, so one for themselves and another one right next to it for. Uh, I guess the loophole here would be if, and I guess this is, I, don't know. Uh, I guess the loophole would be like if they're not on actual broadcast and there's not the broadcasters talking, there isn't broadcast UI. Yeah, and it's not on their stream, and it's on their own personal stream where they have their own personal UI set up. It's just his point of view. Um, yeah, you could probably monetize that. Yeah. For on personal use. And it, because it's your play on your stream with your... I'm sure there's a couple, like, checkoffs that they have to get for that. But um, who's to say... I mean, that technically is a different piece of content as an individual than it is if they release the same exact play with, like, some league approval right like some like league league authenticity like thing that came with it that says like you know this is an effective piece of the call of duty league this um because it has like their overlays it has the score like, yeah their own overlay score it has the commentators speaking like that's a more authentic piece right one's more of a personal yeah right personal piece of content for his brand actually separate from the subliers itself unless they have some sort of at the time he has like subliers stuff like on his personal stream like that i don't think that would uh have any legal implications with his own team i mean that's a that's that's kind of there's a wild way around that but yeah one's more authentic one that's... like the one could be more authentic nft and yeah. one could be more of a branded experience from the actual player itself so i mean so that's how i see this going down I kind of like see that as uh, do you want a picture of your right fielder making a, a, a catch over the wall uh, and then snagging it, snagging a home run, saving a home run uh, from the LA Angels? Or do you want that picture from that right fielder himself? I mean, he, I mean, he might not be taking the his picture. His own, his, let's just. For sake of whatever, uh, they contracted a camera person to be right. there that day to take yeah. pictures of them. Like a really good from the side, like shot yeah. of him going over the wall. That's his own thing. Or, or it's, the league has a you know yeah. professional come in that day. They have a camera. Each of and them it's branded. It has the little MLB logo on it too. Each of them will be different though. And for a fan and a consumer, I honestly think uh, there's a market for both. Like. There's yeah. a there's a there's a person that's a fan of the player and there's a person that's a fan of the league that's a fan of the content in the league. Yeah. Uh, or so, the player long term. And usually those go hand in hand, but in esports yeah. it's a little different. Yeah, esports yeah. like you definitely have individual people that like I'm just gonna follow this guy wherever he goes. Whatever game he plays, like people love Shroud. So whether he's playing Valorant, CSGO, Apex, Call of Duty, 
doesn't matter. People are going to watch them. Uh, so I would assume there's fans just like that for uh, Diamond Con as well. Uh, but yeah, like the legal implications that kind of brought up earlier, it doesn't really go into the details in the article that I was reading of where he got uh, the clip from. Uh, it really does look like there are uh, like there's an overlay of like the uh, Call yeah, of Duty the clip he put out. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks like overlay, it's so from we'll the Call of Duty leak. But then again, I, I don't really know. Um, so I would assume he got permission. There, you. But yeah, one uh, one uh, NFT that I, I want the one of one is uh, Ninja flossing on New Year's Eve for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if I yeah, if, that would that yeah. might be worth something. Yeah, if I can get that, that'd be dope. <laughs> <laughs> if I can license license that out to every bloopers. Uh compilation ever then sure that'd be sweet just yeah anyway uh yeah any other thoughts on uh on that one? Oh, wait no one more one more one more um with this say this is a success uh how quickly do you think this will explode to uh not just other players within the league but other content creators other uh, like I think this is something that people are actively working on right now behind okay. the scenes that will all come out I'd say six within months. the next six months yeah within before Christmas I'm guessing there's gonna be a lot of people that come out with their own nft projects uh, you know personal branded content organizations like this is actively being worked on for sure yeah i mean yeah, i think six months is, is a pretty safe number by the end of the year christmas time i mean shit that's gonna be like ideal for uh this kind of stuff to come out black friday dude it'll be nft friday sheesh nft, friday. NFT november sheesh. <laughs> fucking hate that program. yeah no please that's getting edited make it stop all right uh, well, anyway, uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed this edition of Six Degrees of Esports. My name's Casey. I'm Rob. Uh, follow us on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Listen to us wherever you uh, listen to your podcast. Uh, we're out. Peace. We're out. <laughs>